Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all. Jewelry that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Welcome to the SmackDown review. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture. Join my lovely boys, What Culture, Michael Hamlet. Just because everything that happened on this week's episode of Fran and Ash right now. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and YouTube. We uh, <laughs> did daily wrestling podcasts. We're not going to review SmackDown, but also Men and Ral. The show formerly known as NXT 2.0. Oh, AW Dynamite, AW Collision, pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a round of the week complete with a bigger quiz, of course, on wrestle culture. As I said, though, joined by Michael Hamlet to review Friday Night Smackdown. I watched cinema this weekend, uh-huh. but enough about the traitors. Let's Hello. talk about Friday Night Smackdown. Let's not. Let's talk about the traitors. Let's talk about the traitors. Actually, do you know what? Yeah. Because I know some people have no idea what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. America's got the traitors, haven't they? They've got the American traitors. Yes. Uh, uh, as it's called over here, the traitors US, which is code for... No, thanks. I'll just wait for the next proper series. Is that Cody Winkleman? Um, I'll pass. Thank you very much. Um, but... Also, mm-hmm. people maybe listen to this podcast who are like, oh, no, no, don't spoil it. I've not caught up. Good I only point. Just, Good point, yes. I only just caught up over the weekend. So, you know what? I'll do your deal. I will set a five-minute... Yeah, we can wrap it in under five. ...counter. So, effectively, sort of, if you don't want to hear us talking about the traitors yeah. and going off topic on the SmackDown podcast... What? Rejoin us. Skip to, like, seven minutes... Uh-huh. And you, you'll be clear. No spoilers. Well, we've roped like off that. gladiators in that time as well. And, yeah. and, and general. No spoilers for that. Like, is this like when you? I used to minute um, meetings in an old job. Is this like where we're setting out the agenda? Yeah. And we're going through point one, two, three, four. So like rejoin us at point three when we've got. Gla- well, we sort of any of the businesses normally at the end, but we like to do any of the business often at the beginning yeah. before the SmackDown review itself. So we're setting a seven minute mark for people. Yeah, yeah, Give yeah. or take. Yeah. Um, good because I heard your uh, cinematic introduction. And I'd like to sort of imagine that this podcast at this point, the SmackDown review, the SmackDown preview, is presented in Dolby surround sound. Uh But nothing in my life is currently presented in Dolby surround sound because I can only hear out of one ear. Luckily, it's my right ear. Mm -hmm. YouTube viewers will know that I sit to your left. So I can hear everything that you're saying. But I I can't hear properly. (laughs) At the moment, I'm currently uh, deaf in one ear. I... Uh, sins of the father, you might say. <laughs> just, trying to, just trying to be a good dad. Uh-huh. Uh, took the kids swimming over the weekend and forget how years of abuse of my eardrums, thanks to going to so many uh-huh. gigs, has done damage. And I've got what I think is swimmer's ear, but I think it's generous to call me a swimmer. <laughs> I think it just goes in a swimming pool once, gets ear infection ear, but it's not, <laughs> it's not as Googleable. Um, I can't hear a goddamn thing. And I also can't modulate my own volume very well. So I can't decide if at any given time I'm shouting at you or I'm sounding like one of those NPR DJs. Hello, oh, I'm Michael yeah. Koenig and welcome to the SmackDown oh, review. Oh. Um, 
it takes you back to the days of cereal being yeah, good. Mailchimp advert coming later. Oh, indeed. And with Mailchimp, you want to post all those difficult boxes. You know the ones at the bottom. Take them to your <laughs> post office. Use stamps. dot com while you're at it for an extra bonus. And uh, Bo Birdal will thank you for it later. Oh. No, we won't because I'm kind of losing interest, Sarah. Yeah. Um, and speaking of all time cereal entertainment. Traitors. Oh, man. hang on. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Right. Ed Gamble, host of uh, Traitors Uncloaked. Uh, come and get us, Ed. Myself and Wilborn will be some of the pundits on that show. Yeah. We'll do it. We'll, uh, all we need is um, accommodation and travel down to wherever you film it on uh, the BBC. You want to WrestleMania weekend if you want. Yeah, on the BBC's dime. That's fine. Um, he tweeted that Diane should be a shout to win the Rumble. <laughs> and I think based on her ability, like the element of surprise in her reveal that Paul isn't a son. But Raw says... Oh, my God. The ability to um, style out a murder, so much so that she came down to breakfast 24 hours after she was killed. Yeah. To the shock of Miles in an all-time great TV moment, in a series full of all-time great moments. And her ability to know, like, wrestling, so much of it is about timing. They're in, they're calling it out there mm-hmm. and knowing when to do the right thing to get the exact rea- right reaction. Lying down in a box and looking up at her son before the lid is shut for her to go, bye. For us and for them, not for the remainder of the contestants to even see was, and I guess used a lot on this podcast specifically, cine and... I pointed out to you, I messaged you because you I was catching up a little mm. bit delayed. Ross breaking the fourth wall as everyone's saying, God, she was kind of everyone's mum, wasn't she? And he's him saying she was my one first, and then winking down the lens. Oh Jesus. It's like I was an office truther, even when I accepted the the American office, um, when the show did start to fall off a little bit. Kind of the reverse of the traitors act in actuality. I don't yeah. understand now if people called the Ricky Gervais one the office UK and just went with the office. Yeah. I understand that. But um there's a point in the final season when, uh, spoilers for a 10-year-old, 11-year-old show, <laughs> uh, um, Pam sp- like speaks to the camera, mm-hmm. the sound guy in this case, and the sound guy speaks back. And it's just, it's all Fleabag, for those yep. that might have seen Fleabag again, when she speaks constantly to the camera, and then another character goes, what was that? And then you're just like, whoa, get out of our conversation. <laughs> like, we've been speaking to each other for like a whole season. What, you don't know about oh. this. Just mind-blowing stuff. Um, 45 seconds left, by the way. Watch the traitors. Watch if, you, if you have it, a BBC service. Watch season one first as well. You don't, there's no yep. spoilers. If you're in the UK and haven't, please watch it. If you're in the US and BBC have... BBC America. Have BBC America or access to an iPlayer through a geo-blocked account. It's like us trying to get onto HBO Max or something. Um, uh, or, like, or like those times when I... Fly yeah, 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 to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to watch the um, TBS feed of Dynamite, so mm. I'll often fly and then come back in time for the That's review. It, yeah, yeah. If you want to do that for the traitors, you can probably do it on the internet as well. Check it out. Love Harry. Um, yep. And I think I think Jazz has got this figured out. Yeah, Jazz again. Who at this point after the traitors should be given his own detective show for the amount <laughs> of things he's been able to spot in broad daylight. Excellent stuff. As was Gladiators. Oh, yeah. If you've just joined us and you uh, are still keeping up with Gladiators, as this podcast will, because uh, Gladiators is the one night a week where Team Blue and Team Red go head to head, and they and in this had case the they went theme this week, and in this case they went head to balance. Jesus beat. Christ! Poor. Uh, what was his name? Uh, Jeff, maybe? Oh, uh, man, poor guy. Just smashed his head off the balance beam and that eliminator was... I also wasn't ready for the feels of... Obviously, an amazing story. If you didn't see it, this guy was doing gladiators. Obviously, this you've all probably seen it before. This ridiculous endurance. Sort of wacky, but mm-hmm. still me and Hamlet would die yep. trying to even attempt half of Proper the challenge. physical stuff, yeah. He had recovered from leukemia. He'd broken world records. Mm-hmm. And then after one of the events... Like one of them was it the seven foot tall one? Uh, yeah, they pushed uh, him off that big uh, giant. Was it? Yeah, yeah possibly. Yeah. Mm. Uh, just said, "Oh yeah, um, I know we've competed with each other." I was I, legend, wasn't it? He's, he was it. normally a heel, and he was like, "But yeah, yeah." On so a, I've, I lost a family member to leukemia, so uh, fair play for just being here. I was like, I wasn't ready for this on a Saturday night. Gladiators again. The BBC is tss, on fire in 2024 because you're watching, there's like a little uh, little sting or a little tease for gladiators as you're waiting for the traitors to start. And then just before the traitor starts, oh my God, what's this? The Apprentice starts again in February. Yes. Are you kidding me? Like, 
I, I love where the BBC is at right now. I would fight for the BBC, and a lot of people don't agree with that, and I'm not going to get into politics, but I think the licence fee is worth its money. Yes. But I especially believe that when the television itself supports it. I think the BBC is worthwhile for other things as well, but I love it when the telly supports itself. And right now, oh, my God. Well, you believe that, and a man who used to say, believe that, for a weird period, yeah. Roman Reigns. He did, yeah. Arrive, wreck everyone and leave. That was after, wasn't it? Yeah. That was when he uh, first came back and he was wearing the T-shirt before he took the oh my God. tap off for Clash of the Champions 2020. Yeah, Roman Reigns was on SmackDown, wasn't he? He was. We're he's he's going to be at the, he's going to be like a bit part player in the pay per view <laughs> on Saturday, isn't he? Like, we're in Royal Rumble season, farting around on the undercard with three, third guy. <laughs> so the show uh, opened with a big recap of obviously everything that happened with the Bloodline last week, triple powerbomb through the table, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, Jimmy Uso's chatting to Solo Zakoa, and then my tribal chief arrives with the wise man. Um, he says he's here because the rest of his family didn't fix things like he asked them to. And he storms off, and Solo says. I'll fix everything. Mm. Um, and then the show opened with the um, previously advertised contract signing. SmackDown GM was in the ring. Name escapes me. Yeah. Um, we'll get to that in just a second, actually. Mm. Let's get to it now. Because Solo Sokoa pledged to fix things. Yeah. Roman Reigns uh, was wanting Jimmy Uso to fix things before later on Solo stepped up. Said, no, my, my job to fix things. Did you see what Roman Reigns also pledged to fix in an online exclusive? As not. his music was playing, he uh, it was great actually. So his music is playing for this segment, and he is sat backstage in Gorilla, cutting a promo to his phone for TikTok for online purposes, whatever it is. And he's uh, none too thrilled with the old SmackDown general manager. I did put this on X. I think his SmackDown catchphrase needs work, if I'm honest. Okay, but uh, he just went. I don't like him. <laughs> uh, I think we need to fix him. And that plot continues to thicken, doesn't it? Mm. Speaking of a bit of gladiator law, an ex-glad is a SmackDown lad right now, and the Tribal Chief isn't too much of a fan of it. Mm. You think he'd like, like the? That, yeah. You think he'd like the big O? I did. I do sometimes. <laughs> Getting on a bit now. <laughs> um, so whoever the SmackDown GM is uh, mm. welcomes us to run out right now. Brings out AJ Styles, storms down to the ring, signs the contract, brings out. He does the same. Randy Orton gets a great reaction, of course. He comes down, he signs the contract, uh, and then it's time for Roman Reigns, of course. Looks a little bit different when he comes out, and then I uh, put my glasses on and realise it was Paul Heyman. Um, <laughs> he says, look, we've just arrived, you've just seen it. Uh, we haven't had the chance to submit the contract to an attorney beforehand, uh, and I didn't even get a chance for, to get the eyes, my eyes on the agreement myself. So therefore, Reigns isn't going to sign the contract. And Smite and NGM goes, okay, fine. Uh, don't sign it. I'll just make it a triple threat match for the vacant title. And Great. I thought, like, imagine if that's how the title reign comes around. He vacates it. <laughs> it but it's... It's a bit of, bit of agency. Well, it does... It's hanging a lampshade on the bloodline and Roman specifically getting away with murder for the last few years, isn't it? Mm. But it's quite a nice lampshade. Mm. Oh, it's a lovely lampshade. I, <laughs> I like the SmackDown GM's lampshade. <laughs> I think it's it's been necessary. We picked at it a lot in 2023. It's it's not a plot hole, but it's a less than ideal plot device, yes. I would say, the way in which Roman has jumped over the crocodile's mouths. But the crocodile's the baby faces. <laughs> uh, so I do like that Nick Aldis... Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> Too late now. Uh, I can't... On my other year, SmackDown general manager uh, has managed to deal with... I'm not well. This ear thing is yeah. really getting to me. It's like... I've had a bit of a cold. My voice, it doesn't sound as sexy as some other people's when it's husky, but... You know, you can blow your nose or you can cough or you can clear. It's unpleasant. I'm not going to do it on a microphone, but like you can do it. You can yeah, fix yeah. it. The amount of times this weekend, since yesterday morning, since Swimgate, I've held my nose and just tried to inflate my face. Oh. I'd like use my hand as like a flat plunger for my ear. As, <laughs> like if, yourself. as if, right? Like I'm going to do that and then tip my head to one side and then a little water like a fish is going to swim yeah, out, like in the yeah, cartoon. Exactly. That's not how it works. Like at this point, like it's a tube or something. Like oh. I'm not a doctor of ears, I'm a doctor fed. Like, exactly. But I believe it's just like inflammation. So it's just... At this point, like whatever, however sound travels through, it's being obscured by the tube being inflamed. Me tapping and attacking and trying to like lean sideways so like gravity can do its work doesn't help. Yeah. I hate this world, <laughs> I hate it. So, Heyman comes down to the ring and he says, 
It's like Nanjian, whatever your name is. Um, I care deeply about you. I respect and admire the mediocre job you've done <laughs> in charge. Uh, he puts over his suits. He does look good in them. He does. Um, and says, let's be honest, there's no way you could sell, vacate the title to anyone. Fans, higher-ups, and especially the bloody tribal chief. Um, and Reign should be defending the title in a one-on-one match. Uh, and he goes on goes to try and keep ranting. And LA Knight tells him to shut the hell up. <laughs> He said, I should be fighting one-on-one. Uh, I had him beat, but his half-wit cousin uh, got involved and what have you. Uh, Paul Heyman, if you open your mouth again, I'll come over there and cut bacon off your back. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, it should have been his match, but Orton and Styles skipped the line. Styles like, wait a second, what? He said, the bloodline tried to end my career, and then you just stepped over my dead body to get, my, to get the match with Roman Reigns. And you lost. You're lucky to be in this match. Uh, LA Knight says you watch the bass in the voice when you're talking to me um, you should concentrate on Roman Reigns um, I'll beat you up I'll leave you laying LA Knight yeah and they just immediately start brawling yeah. they brawl out of the ring officials have to try and separate them and uh, Paul Heyman looks very pleased with himself forgetting that Randy Orton's still there mm-hmm. and he saunters over to Paul Heyman and just wraps his hand or wraps his tie around his hand uh, and says I can see what you're doing Paul but it's not going to work because later on I'm going to drop solo and I'm going to beat Roman Reigns. Uh, oh no, so I'm going to drop solo and beat him. And then I'm going to introduce, reintroduce Roman to three most dangerous letters in sports entertainment RKO. <laughs> nice. I'm still struggling to see past a smash him, stack him, finish here because Randy Orton is being positioned as, like, he was. He was positioned above the other two here a little bit. Like, LA Knight and AJ Styles across the show, not just in the same. They're going off onto their own thing, aren't they? Afterwards? Yeah, like, they're the rowing children that are going to get so distracted with their own internal beef that they're, gonna, they're not going to have the eyes on the prize. Orton, on the other hand, very literally does, as we'll talk about later in the, the big sort of climax to all of this. Uh, and yet, I don't, I don't think they've achieved what they wanted out of this, which to, ah, oh, in fact, we can preserve this Randy Orton singles yeah. match. Have you? Because I'll watch this four-way... I'll see any of them get beat. I'll no longer see Randy as on Roman's level for a singles match, and then on we'll move to WrestleMania, Susan. Do you think they are... Because I think with the main event angle, mm. they literally just went, see this, this is going to happen on Saturday cause Someone's going except someone's going to break in and, and stop the pinfall, whether uh-huh. it be Jimmy or Solo or probably AJ or yeah. LA Knight. Do you think they're just doing this, though? Rather than a smash stake, um, do you think that... Roman will pin Randy, right, mm. via shenanigans or via, like you say, AJ Styles. I, I think possibly AJ Styles or LA Knight's eating the pinfall. But regardless, are they doing this so that they can have a six-man chamber featuring Cody Rhodes of all the people that Roman on paper would have lost to had it not been for interference? Because you could easily st- fill that, couldn't you? You could, you could. Um, KO, Sammy, yeah. Cody, LA Knight if you want to, if you're not doing Randy... It's this weird situation as well where we've got to find ways to manoeuvre around Roman Reigns' absence. He's not going to be at Elimination Chamber. So it's like, depending on who wins the Rumble and how that belt shakes out, which now again feels up in the air because of Seth as we're recording this. Oh, my God. Thrilling. Super, I'm with you. Super exciting. But yeah, I could see that possibly. I keep thinking about this finish where um, LA Knight hits BFT or AJ hits the Stars Clash. One or the other. It really doesn't matter. Randy Orton hits the RKO when the other one who falls on top of the other one and then there's uh, Solo Sokoa to make right what he's done wrong with a Samoan spike on Randy Orton specifically he falls on top of the pile and Roman it's sort of opportunist it's not the Brian and Edge one it's very much an opportunistic haha all my enemies and like I'll have that thanks very much but yeah I, I, what I'm getting to here by the way because I really I literally I feel like one of our listeners today because I literally don't like the sound of my own voice, um, is that I don't think this has been a particularly effective build. I've liked elements of it in pockets. I really like them uh, very, very, very gradually escalating the SmackDown GM versus the Bloodline story. Within this, yeah, that's probably been my favourite detail. I've never really felt the challenges. I think I like this more than if it hadn't just been him and Randy, you know? Because I, I was excited to see Randy back, and I love his arms. Yes, I, I agree. I it would have just dissolved, and it sort of already has, mm. even with all this, into one RKO, and he could win it, you know? I'll tell you this. I like the fact that you can make an argument of, 
right, they've, they've sort of backed themselves into a corner of, oh, bollocks, it's going to be a fatal four-way, but then they've gone, wait a second, we can just make it so they're all so desperate to win. I'm jinxing it because I know for a fact I'll say this and then as I say these words, they'll add something on Raw tonight. But am I right in thinking that right now the Rumble's a four-match card? Two Rumbles, two title matches. US and... Yeah. Yes. That's an amazing card. Like what are you I, doing for the Rumble, by the way? Well, what I was thinking was, Will Bottom, um, I might... It's a bit tricky at home. Got some guests over at the weekend and, uh, like, obviously with have been Rumble on in the middle of the night, UK time. Yeah. It's my ace, Americans. Uh, oh, no, we've got to wake up early for an Australian show. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking just, it's easy. We've got a big screen. I thought I might come in the office to watch it. Oh. What am I doing for it? Um, I uh, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm kind of free to be honest. Because I asked it in my head. I just never <laughs> said the words. Yeah, you're not sure how loud you're talking or at all. Yeah. Uh, I might pop in, you know, as well. Oh, really? Yeah, we'll I'll watch pop it together. In. Yeah, yeah. Well, that'd be nice. I like watching pay per views with you. Should we. I was going to plan it on uh, throwing a sweet in the air and cashing it, which is kind of pointless if people don't see it. It's like a tree fall in the woods. Should we hoist this up on YouTube, maybe? You are joking. I was just about to suggest wide open, right? So if you can stop your brain exploding all over the uh-huh. studio because the gaming guys need it next, why don't we film the whole thing? Broadcast it live on YouTube uh-huh. and open up like a chat window for okay. people to be able to contribute their thoughts and kind of watch it with us. Yeah, and I mean, I suppose if they were excited to join us for that, and considering it's Monday and that's going down on Saturday, if they wanted to send us Mountain Dew for the stream, they could just easily Google what culture address <laughs> and just uh, <laughs> send that. Just a thought. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've still got my one left over from our live show. Speaking of which, uh, whatculture.com forward slash tickets. I'm looking at a camera that isn't switched on, just marveling at the professionalism. <laughs> Our WrestleMania live show, the first time we've done a live show in the States yep. for five years. Tickets are available right now. We've sold out of VIP tickets, uh, general admission tickets, selling fast. Whatculture.com forward slash tickets. The meet in WrestleMania's weekend sandwich uh, goes down Sunday lunchtime, 7th of April. Plenty of time if you're going tonight to of WrestleMania. We're going as well, so we'll make sure we've wrapped up in time. Whatculture.com forward slash tickets. You say we sold out of VIPs. I don't want to spring this on you. Oh. But I, uh, this is, I guess, for the people that are fastest online. I am willing to go to the trouble of uh, putting Matt Reigns on the secondary market without <laughs> his consent. So can, as of right now, in the sound of my voice, uh, Matt Reigns' VIP ticket is on StubHub or wherever you get your secondary market tickets. I am touting it, and we'll, me and you can uh, split the profits. Did you see, by the way, that just reminds me of Scalpers. And his, his face can be on the, uh, the list of the venue outside of people not to let in. Ashley can come in. Yeah, Ashley yeah, Reigns. Yeah. She's very welcome. She does enough 364 days to have one nice day. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's break, don't you? <laughs> um, you, know, uh, you know, I've got my uh, things in a lot of pies. I've heard this. Yes. Uh, someone, uh, the GTA 6 o'clock guys, um, uh-huh. someone spotted my name on their podcast and they were like, Wilmore does this. I was like, no, I just do the admin side of it. Um, I was working on another uh, brilliant future podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, for uh, iMore, who cover all the Apple stuff. Did you know that the Apple Vision Pro has just gone on sale for pre-orders, which is like the VR headset, but yeah. Apple's own one? Okay. Uh, this is not a- an ad, by the way. No, no, we're no. Just, we're, just, we're just chatting shit. <laughs> <laughs> How much do you reckon it uh, went on sale for? Just from Apple. Oh, boy. Um, £200. No, a VR headset, proper Apple VR headset. 500 I don't know this world. $3,500. Wait. But scalpers have got their hands on it, obviously, straight away. Right. How much on eBay? Oh, God. Three, three and a half three and proper half price. Yeah. Well, let's be conservative and just double it. Okay. Seven grand. No, ten grand. Uh, <laughs> what's this? Is this... Can we scalp our own tickets? Yeah. What's this? <laughs> Will, on, explain all of this to me, please, in detail. Like, I know you said there's that podcast with that ex-Argentinian player who used to get shouted out on Pro Evo. Was it Imar? Is that what the podcast is called? <laughs> but, like... Um, What's it VR? So you put is it like when you would put your phone onto those goggles and it's then you a would like, more advanced. like and you look around, it's like, whoa, I'm the pinball, and then you bounce around and get flipped about and stuff. It's not quite that, but um, do you want to see what it looks like? Because they've designed it so um, you is wear it so it. people can watch really high tech pornography, yeah, right? Um, or like do work in their own office, yeah, or whatever. same as what the private tab on them. Um, Google Chrome is yeah. for. I want to buy jewellery in secret. Oh, I bet you do. It's a pearl f***ing necklace, pal. <laughs> right. But they've got this thing whereby um, it you wear it on your head, obviously, for your headset. Mm. And uh, they, because they're Apple, they've made it fancy so that even when you're wearing it, 
people can see your eyes. <laughs> I'm not into that. It like, that's not your eyes. It's like, it takes a thing and projects the, it's proper weird. It's, there's law to this. What was that uh, fancy dress costume you were showing me where the eyes could be, you were with like a mascot from uh, uh, Top Bananas Monkey. That Top Bananas, the monkey from Top Bananas <laughs> had like the eyes behind the mask and it was, was it in the monkey's mouth? Yeah. The eyes are in the monkey's mouth. Scott sent me another one of those. He's got one of them. <laughs> Please send us Apple over X. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, send us uh, send us some Apple headsets, please. If you've ever got a picture with a mascot of any kind, I oh, like yeah. I like mascot pictures. Yeah. These can be at sports games or in nightclubs. Apparently, uh, I really like them. Do you remember when you could get this? Is like I would say this was right as uh, cameras on phones were becoming normal, but high quality yeah. cameras on phones were becoming normalised. But there was a very very brief window. Where clubs were like, yeah, 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 we're bored of selling drink now. We're going to sell key rings of people's pictures of nights mm. out. And my God, the things that you were just wowed by uh, when you were like pissed beyond belief at three in the morning. We're like, I need this forever. <laughs> my last five quid. It's me and the gang. And then you look <laughs> at the picture. What the frick is this trash? <laughs> uh, so this Matt now GM's walking backstage. Yeah. Um, going to see Roman Reigns to get this thing sorted, but he gets accosted by AJ Styles, who's like, I'll, I'll fight LA Knight later. And he goes, he, fine. AJ Styles' veins in this picture. Yeah, he was... I love... Vascular. He is... Va he's a vascular man right now. Um, and then it was time for the LWO versus the evil LWO. I don't yeah. Know, I don't know. They haven't really... Evil WO. Oh, no, they're... Um, they got it. Off, they got man. Yeah. Uh, I can't speak. Appreciate that. <laughs> Santos, Angel, and Umberto versus Cruz del Toro, um, one of the best wrestlers in 2024, mm -hmm. Joaquin Wilde. Yep. He's been great for a while, but he's finally been allowed to showcase what sensational talents he's got over recent weeks. And, of course, Carlito. Uh, fun match early on. Um, yeah, Wilde comes in. Back and forth early on, but I want to talk about Joaquin Wilde because I think he's bloody brilliant. Comes in, double team move that basically ends in a springboard moonsault onto Angel. Uh, Umberto tries to get involved. Uh, but Wilde gets rid of him as well, and they do a stereo dive, do uh, Cruz del Toro and Joaquin Wilde, onto Angel and Umberto, while Santos is just like, what the bloody hell's going on? <laughs> to take us to a break. When we come back, obviously the heels are in control. Angel hit an assisted neck breaker. Um, I like the double team, well, triple team move, I suppose, technically, uh, where Escobar's in, and Umberto and Angel just throw, I think it was Joaquin again, yeah. onto his knee. <laughs> This is going like to be... It sucked, but it was awesome. Fantastic. This is going to be part of, I think, any of these matches sticking out. Like, of course, we're going to reference that NXT one all year. Mm. But I think any of these combinations need a spot like this. And if you haven't seen it, I would go out your way if only to watch this. Much like I would have said about the NXT one if we'd have reviewed that episode. They need them to, I don't know, like keep them in the conversation. I don't think the matches... They're going to do the wild spot on like a pipe, aren't they? I think so. I don't think these matches necessarily stand up for themselves, but they're showing you that one moment of cohesion or this like, just a wow factor that maybe not all acts have. And this was this week's version mm. of that. Uh, and also, Wild had to get out to get to his corner. Obviously, he hit a great looking spike DDT. Gets over, Collier gets the hot tag. He cleans house, um, slams Umberto. Escobar dives in to break it all up and it all... Goes to pieces there. Everyone's getting super kicked left, right, and center. In amongst all this, um, Carlito hits a backstabber, but Escobar's got the blind tag. Sneaks in, rolls him up, steals another victory from the LWO. I really like what they're doing with this. Yeah, I, I, like, I'm keen to remain balanced on this. I think it's fair to say they're keeping Santos warm without keeping him hot. Yeah. I don't think... He's not losing lots, and I, no. I don't mind that. I think LWO... No one's like going, well, LWO are a bunch of losers now. Do you know what really struck me with this, though? Two of the six, at least, if not all six, but especially two of the six in Santos and Carlito, you would expect to be in the Rumble match uh -huh. on Saturday. They haven't said as much. you just left to assume it. And I, this is not me going, come on, WWE, feed me my gruel. I like to be told every detail. But contrast that with how it's like... For, Former Q on Raw, mm. like, we were a little bit picky of Jey Uso not saying, yeah, I want to win a singles title, but I want to win the Rumble. And then obviously it was because they were, like, folding him into the Gunther-verse. But nonetheless, he's going to be in the Rumble, so is Gunther. And Gunther's already got a bill. These two should be saying that. Santos, if, and we reported on the news today, Rey Mysterio is going to be there. Oh, my God. The former Thunderdome, the place where he lost his eye. Uh, oh no, it wasn't. That was performance center, wasn't it? It's out. But like, he's got, <laughs> he's got, he's got pandemic memories of his own. Uh, 
it's where his son made his debut, you know, against Seth Rollins. It's he's going to be there, and we're maybe forecasting that he's going to cost Santos a spot in the Rumble. He's going to eliminate him, whatever, something along those lines. Whereas the yeah, Santos is dealing with his this LWO breakup, but he also wants to win the Rumble. It doesn't it doesn't feel like hot action, mm. merely good. And uh, look, that's isn't that what we wanted? Like raise the bar of expectations. Yeah. Maybe that maybe I've done that subconsciously, like. I just think that it's okay to expect a little bit more out yeah. of the creative. I said this on every. I'm trying to be fair about this. WWE has had some. It's so weird. Has had some really hot stuff this year, and also at the same time, a lot of wheel spinning waiting for the rumble to come yes. around. Yeah, like those That's two fair. things are kind of colliding here. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry. And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. We're backstage and... Bumps into... Pretty deadly. I love this promo because we all knew what was coming. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Uh, they're like, she's like, oh, it kind of sucked what, uh, what happened with you the other week. And they're like, well, yeah, but we weren't prepared. That's why. Yep. So now we are fully prepared to take on, check this out, Tyler Bate and Butch. So long as it's those two people, we're going to kick their ass. What can possibly go wrong? Tyler Bate and Butch. Tyler Bate. But do you get it, Wilborn? Do you get where this might be going? Before it happened, did you think, wait a minute. I did. I think you're going to be hoisted by your own Petard. Oh, you like that? Very good. Yes, mate. Oh, there was also a, a vignette from the, uh, I'm, call, I'm, I'm just going to keep calling him this now. The last street kids, Bobby Lashley. <laughs> um, they called out the final testament. Uh, this a mega glove. Thank you. Uh, and they said, name a time and place. And um, we'll show you what real intimidation looks like. Next week's show looks absolutely, this week, sorry, she looks absolutely stacked. What situation can we put ourselves in? Maybe if somehow this gets to WrestleMania, it cannot. But like a situation in which we speak to somebody else outside of our dumb little bubble and say, well, look, they've been building Last Street Kids and Mega Glove for quite a while. <laughs> and that poor person has to say, yeah, 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 yeah. And then to, what are they talking about? Like <laughs> I want someone to make a sign that just says Last Street Kids. Last, I want Mega Glove. And Mega like, Glove. I heart Mega Glove or Mega Glove. I love if the Power Glove. It's, I love the Mega Glove. It's so bad. Oh, my God. Like, I just... It, something about Mega Glove makes me think of an actual glove that is the pow- the source of the Final Testament's power. Yeah. I love see it. if I can find a picture of the Power Glove. Oh, there it is. I love the Power Glove. <laughs> oh, God, my... Oh. There he is. There's your guy. Wearing it. That's the, the man um, who judged, that's his that's his cash right. That his, I love the power glove. There was a lad once at school, and this must have been such a good idea on paper. But did you ever play like um, rounders or softball in PE at school? Yeah, we don't have baseball here uh, in the UK at all. It's not our nation's pastime. But like, obviously, we know of baseball and all of its rich histories and traditions. I've taught Yankee Stadium. Had an amazing time. Saw a Babe Ruth statue. Went in the dugout. All sorts. But um, and the ball. The baseball, the iconic yes. white and the red stick. It looks beautiful. Aesthetics on point. But we got softball. We got rounders. Like, <laughs> rounders is very much the threads to baseball's X, yes. isn't it? Like, <laughs> rounders. You know, drop the bat and run around and try and <laughs> score. You don't get a home run. Even if you hit it really hard out of school gates, you get a rounder. <laughs> <laughs> I really hated rounders, right? But we played it. Little wooden bat. It's, it's like a wooden ruler. It's so plastic. Oh, that was more soft softball. But yeah, we only had these wooden rounders bats that were from like Victorian times or something. And uh, I, 
one lad's, I think one lad's dad, I'm not going to name the kid, I don't think he'd be listening, but I just, I feel like I need to protect his embarrassment, because he shouldn't have been attacked for this, but he was. Okay. Um, one lad's dad had like done some work in America, and he comes into school, and we're all getting ready for our peak kit for rounders, and then like, he goes and he stands out, like, I don't know what, a backfielder, like, fielder that's quite ah. far back for somebody that's going to hit really hard. He's not come empty-handed. Oh, my God. And a full-ass baseball mitt. And he must have been going to school thinking, I'm going to look like Joe Massivecock when I walk <laughs> in with my baseball mitt. Close, mate. You look a wanker because you're playing Rangers. And, you go, and, like, we use this tennis ball. And, it, like, sure enough, it's going to him. It's Stephen. It's going, it's, going, it's, going it's going to Stephen. And he's got his baseball mitt. And the way the tennis ball connects, he's like, I've got it, mine. Fuck. Just bounces straight out. <laughs> Like, you would have had a better chance of catching it if you didn't just put your hands in yeah. the air and catch this tennis ball, but there's absolutely, like, it doesn't work with it. The mitt, it's, like, way too big for his hand, and he doesn't know how to... You can't really claw it, yeah. can you? It's just a thing. You just, like, yeah. there's an art to catching a ball with a baseball mitt on. And he just thought, I'm going to look so cool <laughs> in the areas. Everybody just griefed him for wearing a stupid non-mega glove and ruining everything. I can get our tech team here at What Culture to make me the mega glove, but as a... Um, Sound effects thing. Oh mate, yeah. Oh, like a uh, yeah, like a wrist soundboard. Yeah, need to yeah, I need to workshop an aim and that technology. <laughs> you ever play? Yeah, God, it was sad being a kid before technology. I know we shouldn't let our kids look at screens and all that, but I've just had another flashback to like, did you ever? This is so miserable as I describe oh. it. I remember like at some play times around that time because we were exposed to rounders. Did you ever play invisible rounders? What? You all just pretended to play the game. What? Like, we, I swear this is true. Like, Tenny is in the field. Oh, let's play Invisible Rounders. Somebody would be pitching, somebody would be batting. And then, so, how's that going to go, right? Just everyone say, well, I've hit a home run. Yeah. Well, I've hit it over there. No, you're not caught. <laughs> right, this, this game's really flawed. So, somebody's saying, well, I hit it, so I'm running anyway. And I got you, I got you out. No, oh, it's over there. The ball's, yeah. actually, <laughs> ball's actually gone into Mr. Smith's field. Uh, what? I, uh, yeah. That's insane. The fight breakout and... Meanwhile, I was rocking Pogs instead. Yeah, like I was. America have Pogs? Uh, yeah, America had Pogs. America had Pogs before we had Pogs. Don't, uh, there's absolutely no way that Pogs was an invention of this tiny island. No. America must have gifted us Pogs. Must have done. I wanted fed Pogs. Milk caps. Milk, milk caps. Little asshole Pog man. Remember his little hairy guy? There <laughs> little guy is. in there. There he is. Look, Pog man. We used to play with the um, Keenies or the Slammers. Like slammers pogs them. went away pretty quickly, but slammers remained. And uh, you would have like just a stack of like 20 slammers. And I, it, honestly, it's like what you know, as an adult, and like honestly, if you have trouble with gambling in your life, there are places out there that you can reach out to. Oh my, yeah, you know, when you would, Wilborn showed me pictures of pogs. You know, when you see somebody coming out of the bookies and you're worried, oh god, have they just like lost their like lost the last credit card for whatever it is, you know, like lost the house, seeing somebody lose like 20 slammers in one go. You couldn't make eye contact with them, could you? Like, how are you going to go home and see your family tonight? <laughs> I can't tell the wife. I've lost all the slammers. <laughs> lost all the bugs. I lost the kids' bugs. So anyway, uh, outcome pretty deadly. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. And uh, don't worry, they're fully prepared. Here comes Tyler Bay. And wait a second, that's not Butch. That's Pete Dunn. He's back. Um, he, he not. This would have been more effective if he was still like Butch the dog from the Vince run on it. He's basically been... Transforming back into Pete Duff for about a year yes. at this point, like the hair, the gear, the whole deal. Like he was the bruiserweight, yeah, Butch for a while, wasn't he? <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's full British strong style again now, yeah. and uh, didn't mess about here. Went straight for the finger spots, obviously, uh, kicked their ass. Um, Tyler Bate came in and did the airplane spin on uh, Kit Wilson to take us to a break. When we come back, the heels are obviously in control. Wilson hits a gut buster, jumps at Bate, but Bate just caught him in suplex and would look great. Uh, Pete Dunn gets the hot tag. German suplex stamps on Kit Wilson's hands. Kick Prince, suplex Prince into Wilson, which looked awesome too. Uh, Bate comes in and does his bang bop thing to, to Prince, takes out Wilson, uh, and Dunn does the finger spot on Prince, hits the bitter end. One, two, three. Yeah, the match was the match. Uh, it was a bit, like suspension of disbelief is one thing, but it was a bit of a stretch to have you think, oh, no, pretty deadly. Now you're really in for it. It's not like the American badass transforming into the dead man. Is it, you know, it's mm. just Pete, I'm, I'm, I'm Pete instead of Butch. Ah! <laughs> but big positive here is that three weeks ago, Tyler Bate arrived on the main roster after seven yeah. long years to silence 
This got a great response. Like, you can track objectively the growth of British Strong Style as an act and them as a, uh, a team that can resonate with the audience based on noise alone. I don't know if this is for the long haul or Triple H or just get them established and it's like DIY and they were like, right, in you go into matches, I don't care, lose to Mega Glove or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the fans actually care about them. Yes. So as a little three-week project, mission accomplished, still love Pretty Deadly for being able to provide such a great service to so I was just reading about Pogman briefly there. What's Pogman's origin story? Uh, doesn't say really. It was just he was a uh, like he was on some sort of desert island, I think, and then there was like a washed up. I don't have. I've either made this up, but I'm not saying it on the fly. I'm sure, like, because they were milk caps. There was like some washed up milk balls, and he invented a game with like the other island creatures. Thank you very much, Pogman. And he was like, "I'm going to take this game to uh, America." <laughs> It would be a capitalist sensation. <laughs> uh, then it was you ever time. get Tazos in Walker's yes. Crisps? The plasticky ones that you could join together mm-hmm. to, make, to make nothing in particular. Nice. <laughs> love Tazos. Yeah. I loved Pogs. Yeah. It was cash. Everything got banned in our school. Yeah. Pogs, banned after a week. Football stickers, banned after a week. Pokemon cards, banned after a week. My younger son's just had, not because of anything he's done, but the football cards he's currently collecting have just been banned. I'm like, well, great. That's going to cost me money. Like, swaps should have filled out the gaps. Now, yeah. now I've just got to buy more, haven't I? <laughs> Thanks, the school. <laughs> <laughs> then it was time for the KO show with Logan Paul. Kevin Owens get a great reaction here. Uh, and he's sort of not exactly best pleased about saying this, but he welcomes Logan Paul onto the KO show, who gets the reaction you expect. Uh, and he says he's not honoured to be on such a crappy talk show. <laughs> Kevin Owens, like, gestures at, like... a one sign with the KO show, and I'm like, I've tried really hard here. <laughs> um, but he says he does owe Kevin Owens a proper thank you. Kevin Owens is the reason why uh, Logan Paul got into the... I was like, what are you talking about? And Logan shows the clip from that WrestleMania of 2021. Yeah, 37. Um, where, obviously, he got hit with a stunner uh, after the Sami Zayn shenanigans. Uh, he embarrassed him in front of 70,000 people, um, and that was the moment he knew he had to prove he belongs here. Um, Owens is like, oh, I barely remember it. That was important for you, but uh, it's just another night in 25 years of nights like this, which I thought was a nice line. Yeah. Um, didn't think much of Logan that night, but you know what? I'll give you credit. You stuck around. You got way better at this than anyone thought you could. Um, you're not a Rey Mysterio. You're not a Seth Rollins, though. You're not a Sami Zayn. You're not a Kevin Owens. Logan's like, oh, thank God for that. Um, <laughs> I'm one of one. I'm a purveyor of viral moments, and he runs through everything and uh, says, you're just bloody Kevin Owens. Uh, Owen's like, look, I've heard everything you've had to say. Um, and, uh, you know, certain things I'm not allowed to say about you. You're protected, you're sheltered, you're given all the tools by the office to win a belt, and now here you are, US champion, and now you can say you won the title. Uh, but everything else, for everyone else, this whole thing's a joke. Uh, I'm going to end this farce at the Royal Rumble. Um, kick your ass. Um, and uh, Logan says, well, you just want to talk about protection. What about the protection you've got on your hand there? That's how you managed to, you know, spark me last well, couple of weeks ago. Uh, meanwhile, I just look, knock people out clean. I'm in a KO, KO. Um, and Owens is like, well, I'm Kevin Owens. God damn it. Everyone knows I can take more punishment than anyone. I've been slammed harder, hit harder. I've fallen off higher things than anyone else. I'm still here. Um, nothing you can bring will, will put me down for three seconds, let alone knock me out. Um, but you know what? If you're that bothered about this, I won't have the cast on at the Royal Rumble. He goes to take it off, but as he does that and goes to pop it down and turns around, he gets cheap shot by Logan Paul, who acts like he's knocked him out, only for Kevin Owens to rise back up. Logan can't believe what he's seeing. He says, is that all you've got? Double legs Logan Paul, beats him up. Logan tries to scarper out of the ring. Kevin Owens is after him, but he slams Kevin Owens' hand into the ring post again and again and again. Um, and as a... Uh, Owens, great, great shot this. Mm. It's like a Logan Paul sign in the background. Owens is slumped to get the steps, holding his injury. He's been injured by Logan Paul yet again. Um, He's suffering with that wrist thing. And uh, he's cradling that whilst Logan Paul stands over him on the stairs, holding up that US title. I thought this was a brilliant segment. Hot segment, hot program. um, Should be a hot match on Saturday. We talked a few weeks ago, I think, about the... uh, how smart it was that they'd worked this Kevin Owens injured hand thing and not really felt the need to mention, oh, that's Logan Paul's yeah. thing he does. I love the idea of him saying, lad, you got that. I can knock you out clean. 
We know that that's, a, <laughs> that, that's the real mega glove. It's except it's inside the hand rather than over the other side of it. It's such a smart. You, this fist of his was the perfect baby face weapon against Roman Reigns, but was destined to be a heel one against yeah. an opponent like Kevin Owens. And you've given Kevin again, like we talk about, like Triple H's ability to forge connections between wrestlers. You've strapped literally strapped one onto Kevin Owens to make them connected by hand stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't mean the rude kind, like. And now it's going to be this power of the punch thing. I foresee Kevin Owens hitting Logan Paul really, really hard and then selling the damage of that himself yeah. after Logan's worked the hand. Should be a totally different match from what Logan Paul's done thus far. And it's possibly necessary as well because I think, if we're being honest, the Ricochet match was a little bit of a disappointment yeah, that's in this, like, oh, these memories of all these like high-flying things Logan did against Roman and against Seth. And it didn't didn't really like spark into life that much against Ricochet and then as the United States champion it's a difficult balance to strike because he's simultaneously a coward and quite a cool champion Mm -hmm. so they haven't yet you know he's not um I can't think of an example he's not Austin Theory when he was United States champion squeaking by with banana skin victories and not having exciting matches he's a bit of a cheat, but he's kind of an exciting act to watch. Mm. And I think a baby face like Kevin Owens is going to help him measure how much of a bad egg to be, how much of a villain to be, and how much he's willing to fight to keep his title. Um, I've never been more excited for two mid-card title matches at WrestleMania. Yeah, this is it. I don't think the result's in any doubt, but I don't think that's necessarily a problem. And I also don't think, because it's Owens, I don't think this is necessarily the the end of everything. It might be the end of Owens getting a shot at Logan Paul, but it feels like it'll feed into whatever comes next. Mm. Like, I don't think Kevin Owens loses this and then just goes, oh, well, and wipes his hands of it on the following SmackDown and no-sells the defeat. And then, well, it's Elimination Chamber season. I might just enter that. Yes. You know, I feel like there's more to, uh, there's more to come that we can't yet see. Sami Zayn, perhaps? I don't know. Mm. But there's more to come. Good point, yeah. Uh, Roman Reigns is uh, bollocking the bloodline backstage. Um, Solo steps up for, for Jimmy, though, and says, no, you know what? Last week was on me, uh, but I'll show you tonight. I can fix everything. And he walks in and out for his match to come with uh, Randy Orton, of course. Uh, Randy Orton, even. <laughs> Randy Orton. Uh, and then it was time for the women's tag team title match. Uh, a bit annoying how brief this watch mm. was for me, but uh, it was sort of overshadowed by something we knew was coming. And that was damage control. They're sat at ringside. Bailey's on commentary for all this. It is, of course, Caden Carter and Katana Chance. We bloody love to have fun. Yeah. Uh, against the Unholy Union. <laughs> Alba you, Fire and Isla Dawn. Did you catch, um, considering how short this match was, did you catch the kind of embarrassing self-own from all within WWE when Bailey, like, in half in character, but I sort of thought half to try and make a bit of a point. It was like, oh, have these even defended the belts yet? And we know they have. We've mm-hmm. seen them defend the titles on Raw, but the commentators were clearly at a loss, and there was like mad headset scrambling going on to just give, feed one of them an answer of, yes, they fought it. And you never even got that answer. No. They're, like, they're sort of speedrunning it with Carter and Chance. They aren't are, they? aren't they? To, and it, to, like, it does create an element of, um, I don't want to say suspense, that's not the word, unpredictability around the result next week because you either speedrun it so that they lose them to the Kabuki Warriors or you try and make them look as if they've had this, like, fighting champions run so they can credibly beat them because of interference gone awry or mm-hmm. something like that. Either way, I'm not really a fan of it. And I don't think the characters have gotten over and this got nothing in the building. In uh, in Holy Union, like, f- Christ. If Tony Khan wanted to go for bloody... Uh, I'm going to raise a red flag. So-and-so shouldn't be getting a title shot because I'm about to bring back the rankings and I want to highlight something that the opposition just doesn't do well compared to us. We should have pointed towards the Union because they, they've got magic powers and the last time they got a title shot was when they were losing them to Ronda and Shayna. Yeah. Like they've done nout. Yeah. They cursed the belts. That was effective. Too effective, if anything. It's just a bit of me surrounding all this. The longer it takes for a, a certain Mercedes... Money. 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 To show up. Still, I was still holding the candle for... Oh, Becky Lynch has won the Rumble, and uh, it looks like they're setting up uh, Bianca Belair, Jay Cargill, whoever, mm. pick a name, to face EO Sky at WrestleMania. It's a bit disappointing. Bailey's been kicked out of damage control. Who could she possibly go after at WrestleMania? I mean, I've got the tag team titles, but then who on earth could be her partner? 
I'm just just saying. I think it's a pipe dream. I, think I don't know. I, I, I think first he's match of revolution. I think, yeah, yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Well, they, how many times they bloody advertised it? Yeah, um. Anyway. Asking questions. Just all asking these, these journalists. I'm like, yeah, she's definitely gonna be on the show tonight. I'm like, mm, sure about that? <laughs> That's me. Uh, thank, um, thank goodness for your bravery. So yeah, uh, we haven't even talked about the match. The Unholy Union jump start the match. Uh, Dawn got a two count off a running knee early on. Two off a super kick as well. Uh, Carter gets back up though. Chance Hurricane Rana's Dawn onto fire. Uh, Dawn gets in a cheap shot though. And they get a roll up and a, a near fall that they can't believe does that qualify that he only got two. But uh, Canadian destroyer uh, chance it's the keg stand finish one two three post match. Asker and Kyrie saying do their weird stuff to be like there's your titles but now that is and Bailey's like so we're gonna fight for the titles. I mean if you're Isla Dawn or uh, Alba Fire you really want to be tapping the ref's leg after that two count. Yeah. You want to be like <laughs> right we're gonna need to make him spit up some blue goo uh, some black goo here. Hi, nothing to this. Uh, I think you cut bait yet again on another flawed women's tag title run and try again. Like, I think you just belt the Kabuki Warriors next yes. week and see where it, like, set damage guitar up for the, right, Bailey, it's just you now, just you now, and then them have a part to play in her, not being able to achieve that dream to get you to that. Yeah, we get the Kabuki Warriors ch- uh, chance and Carter next week for the tag titles. Uh, Hayes versus Theory that was well, I'm just about to get to was booked with uh, Carmel Hayes saying, I didn't win, but I didn't lose. And then Grayson Waller accepting on Austin Theory's behalf, which started me thinking, are they going to set up Theory versus Waller for Australia? Oh, man, yeah, but possibly, you know. I could see that. We've been looking at A-Town Down matches, but based on that breakfast... TV appearance where Grayson Waller threatened to throw down to those like breakfast shows that were mocking wrestling. He's clearly leaned into being a big baby face rather mm. than like we thought we'd maybe heal it up, wouldn't we? I can't wait to get back on the plane. And maybe not. Maybe they'll just split them up for the benefit of this pay per view. Also, you need someone immediately to be cheered against someone, put them against Austin Theory. What, <laughs> what is it other than the obvious, which is Trick's not there, that makes Mellow so friggin' likable and interesting on SmackDown yeah. versus. Uh, out of the way, you like we were always preferred trick. <laughs> like, is it just as simple as that? Because he does sort of so. feel like he's playing two roles, doesn't yeah. he? Like, he goes on to SmackDown, he's kind of cool. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm sort of been over him a very long time in NXT, and maybe all along it's just been like, mate, can you get out of the shadow of this like starring waiting in, in trick, please? But hi, Carmelo Hayes on SmackDown, I think mm. it's just he's it's more like confidence and swagger. Yeah. Like, it just feels different, it's very weird. Um. We also got a, a video from the final testament. Uh, they say that, um, sorry, Mega Glove say that uh, the 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 last street kids are fakes. Yes, men for the front office. Um, <laughs> uh, you've had opportunities. We're deceptors. We'll see you next week to see who really is almighty. So we've got that next week as well, face to face. Fine. <laughs> oh, and like, Carlito versus Santa Escobar next yeah. week too. Um, then we got LA Knight versus AJ Styles, although I'm not going to run through this too much. It was fun, mm-hmm. but it went to a DQ. Uh, big brawl to start off. They start slamming each other's heads against the commentary table as it spilled to the outside. Jimmy Uso came out. LA Knight gave him some verbals. Uh, returns to Styles. Styles comes back and Zaguri. Uh, and then Styles, oh, uh, sorry, LA Knight stumbles back into Solo Sakura, who pops up out of nowhere. Samoan Spike. Uh, ref calls it there, of course. Styles gets run into the ring steps by Solo, who uh, then hits a Simone spike on AJ as well. Uh, and he grabs a mic and says, two down, one to go, get your ass out here, Randy Orton. Uh, so he did. is <laughs> um, in control early. Hip attack, Orton rolls to the outside. Sokoa slams Orton onto the commentary table, runs him into the ring steps and poses to take us to our final break of the night. When we come back, Orton... Reverses it and uh, sends Sakoa onto the commentary table, but it didn't break. Wait a second, wrong button. Oh my god! You love it, don't you? Yeah. Uh, Where we at with the end? We didn't get a chance to talk about this. Where we at with kind of like the perfect break, not break uh, hook, Joe one? Oh yeah, because that was like he got all the impact. Then it's like break after. Yeah, it crumpled rather than broke, didn't it? Like they absorbed it and then actually like the aftershock. Yeah, that that was a person. I'm going down. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So Orton gets. Solo back in the ring, draping DDT. Jim Uso tries to get involved. LA Knight jumps in from behind. Uh, so Uso's like, I've had enough of this. Tries to bail. And then Styles comes out and brawls with him. And a big brawl. Loads of people. 
uh, having to get separated again on the stage. This distracts everyone. That allows Sokoa to recover. He sets up for the spike on Orton. And Orton's like, nah. Okay, oh, one, two, three. Um, post-match, Orton, Styles, and Knight are in the ring. Um, start arguing again. Knight hits Styles. Um, Orton RKO's LA Knight, mocks his catchphrase, and then RKO's Styles. He poses, then out of nowhere, Roman slid in. I think his music made me hit, but he slides mm. in, unbeknownst to Randy Orton, and Superman punches him to stand tall. Says, right, now I'll sign the contract. Give it here, whatever your name is, SmackDown GM. Signs the contract. Does the ar- does the arsehole thing of like, there you go. Whoops, I've dropped it. You feet. Oh, good, what good stuff. Good stuff. Um, and he sets up for his perfect teeth spear. I always notice. I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God, look at his teeth. His long, wet hair. Oh, my God. Should we get obscenely expensive teeth whitening for Philadelphia for the live show? I was going to say for the, for the, for the stream on it's going to have to be Tipex. Just be like Ross from Friends when that blue light's on. Like we're just yeah. luminous. I did think that when I went to LA. I was like, what if I come back from LA and I've just had, had it all done? <laughs> <laughs> what? I've all done like this, guys. I've uh, always been a brunette, actually. <laughs> um, but yeah, he sets up for the spear and in a teaser for what we could well see on Saturday, runs straight into an RKO. Orton celebrates, um, stands over him, and even drops the contract of like, You've committed to it now yeah. to stand tall to close out the show. Uh, love this ending. It's a good spot, that RKO off the spear, isn't it? He did it when he won the Rumble, eliminating Roman last. Yes. 2017. Um, so, like, for one of Orton's biggest ever pops, because that was your favourite. You! <laughs> 30, like, so, yeah, like, they, they've got that in their locker. It's I would compare it to when Seth does the pedigree counter. That was a great Just one a as really well. really nice spear counter. Time Do you remember the fume, by the way, when uh, it was Rollins versus Reigns, mm. when Reigns was in his real low point? Um, and <laughs> Rollins had obviously had a bit of a track record with the buckle bomb, but regardless, it was a bit of a kill shot of his. And then inexplicably went, right, uh, Rollins hits Reigns with a buckle bomb and uh, Reigns fires back with a Superman punch after he's been hit with it. Yeah. Like, well, that doesn't make sense. Aye. <laughs> uh, different time. Much, much worse time. Mm. Uh I, this was all right. I, like, again, I'm sort of more sold on the SmackDown GM versus the Bloodline than I am this little <laughs> yes. four, to be honest. Like, he's got to next week. He doesn't have to do what he likes. Uh, but he's got to ban the Bloodline from the match, hasn't he? Like, all of this interference. Like, he doesn't like his matches. Like, in kayfabe, he doesn't like his matches getting interrupted. So, Solar Sokoa's fixing this, in inverted commas, was to batter them. Mm. Like, that'll have consequences. And I think the consequences should be you're banned from ringside. My title match will not be disrupted in the way last week's singles match was. Does and that then, apply to Paul Heyman? No. I, I, I'm desperate for but them to... I for wouldn't the, mind looking at that as well, yeah. I'm desperate them for them to do, because I don't think... Correct me if I'm wrong here. I don't think he's ever physically got involved. I know he slid belts in and yeah. he jumped up on the apron. He's, uh, but he's, has he ever put, like, Roman's foot on the ropes? Yeah, he has. And he's done that... Um, didn't he take an F5 off Lesnar when he got in the ring once or something? Maybe. Something along those lines. Like, maybe it was at the SummerSlam tractor match where Heyman took some... You might be right there, actually. F5 through a table. <laughs> or something like that. There was like a, All my brain goes is the tractor, obviously, but I, yeah. I, I need to rewatch that match. Yeah, I think I might have a little bit of a Roman odyssey before WrestleMania ahead of him. Definitely losing at Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Please. Has to be. Finish the story, Cody. Come on, Cody. Don't screw this up. Got a lot riding on this. All those kids' tickets. (laughs) But yeah, um, considering what they did on Raw, and and it was a bit of a spinning wheels episode, I thought this was far and away better from from the blue brand. This wasn't for you. This wasn't spinning wheels so much as spinning reels. Yes, exactly. Yes. Um, And yeah, we're on the... It's the week of the Royal Rumble. Uh, it's look, get hyped, get excited. Two friggin' rumbles, sixty people for the demo to play bones with because he's going to be backstage. <laughs> Tropicana Field, once the site of the saddest wrestling we had to watch, is now going to be the site of two happy idiots on YouTube screaming at fun wrestling. Join us on Saturday for the show. <laughs> Do you think he's going to be there backstage at the Rumble, being like, you know, if you're sticking around and where are they, Florida? Yeah, sticking around in Florida, got the one dead man show tomorrow night, and they're like. Oh, sorry, Mark, we've got to get to the next town. We've got to get to Raw. It's a Sunday. Oh, Jesus, we thought he wouldn't notice. <laughs> <laughs> I worked a couple of rumbles back in my day. It took 10 guys for Yoko to beat me. We settled over bones on the guy. That was a formation of the BSK. <laughs> he paid me some goddamn respect, unlike you guys. Hey, Melo, I like you. 
Remember me? Remember the dead man? Find a boy from Cradle Beat. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for the Rumble on Saturday. Join us for that. And if, make sure you haven't done so already, as I said, get your tickets for our live show over WrestleMania weekend, whatculture.com forward slash tickets. But let us know your thoughts on SmackDown as well on X at WhatCulture. Or the traitors, or gladiators. Or Pogs. Um, well, actually, you can follow all two of us. Um, got confused. Uh, Michael Hamlet, you can follow on X at... Michael Hamlet. And uh, you can send him... Can you hear me now, Hamlet? Uh, uh, I need one of them. Um, which Somebody's probably always photoshopping because I'm so old. You know, those little, like, trumpets for your ear. Mm. Your ear out on. Because <laughs> at the moment, basically, everything. You know, when kids, oh, hold this shell to your ear, you can hear the sea. That's it, everything. I'm holding my coffee cup to my ear. <laughs> oh, it's the sea. I can hear the, I can hear the ocean. But yes, Water show this was, Smackdown. Hamilton's water breaks. Water way to have a good weekend. Uh, major Royal Rumble developments. Pete Dunn's back. LWO Santos uh, developments, of course. Women's tag titles. Logan Paul injuring Kevin Owens. I mean, what a Smackdown. The Smackdown review. It's got all this and so much more. Did I shout that or not? I think so. Good. Welcome to Wrestling Podcast, wherever you get your podcast from. For daily wrestling podcasts, this is me in the SmackDown Review. Then my thanks to Michael Hamlet. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.